0: She Slayers and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick. And I know I see this a lot. I I acknowledge that I tell you all of our episodes are good. But today, I have a really, 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 really good one for you. So Roberto Monaco, I have heard speak multiple times at chiropractic events on, you know, basically on sales, how to get. Really good at selling, and our conversation was so good. We talked on so many things about certainty and value. Oh, I'm I'm just excited for you. So, um, before that, I have uh, just let's see. So we got some updates. I am currently hiring. If you are like me, you maybe if you have a lot of staff, have experienced some turnover in the last two years. No, just me. I'm the only one who has employees that don't want to work until 6 p.m. and they would like to make at least $50,000 working 30 hours a week and they would like full benefits. That's me. I'm the only one. Okay. Well, shoot. Uh, so that's the boat I've been in. Um, we have a really great group of people and a great work atm- atmosphere, but we've just had some turnover. And so I'm going through resumes right now. And I feel like I'm getting vengeance for the small business. That's how I should have started. Like if you are expecting a really nice Christian story where I'm a good person right now, keep going because that's not it. I am getting vengeance on all the past people who have left me. So I'm getting these resumes and these people have, like I'm looking and if you have had more than three jobs since 2022, I'm not even going to talk to you. Like, don't care. I don't care. But if you have only been at your job since September and it's December and you're applying for a new job and you applied within hours of me posting the job, nope, don't care, don't care, not interviewing you. And so like, I don't know if you're a non-chiropractor listening, may, I don't know why you're listening. What do you get out of this? Um, <laughs> If you are an employee, eventually, this is my message for you the grass is greener mentality of job jumping is going to bite you in the butt. You cannot just keep switching jobs, even one a year. Like, as an employer, if I look at about around the nine to 12 month mark, you start looking for something else to make you happy. Like, I don't want someone who's only going to be with me for nine months to a year. Um, That's a lot right as you're getting good, you leave. So I know I'm preaching to the choir here. But I don't get to say these things out loud to other people. Like I can't go on even my Instagram and talk smack because, you know, that's, that's other chiropractors or not other chiropractors. There's like patients over there. And you know, I definitely can't go on Facebook and say it. So I'm just going to vent to you guys that don't worry, I'm not interviewing them because I'm getting my payback. Uh, Other news, we finally got our sauna. Well, I shouldn't say finally, it was in stock. So it didn't take that long, but like it got installed. It's so nice. Our entire family is like fighting over using it. All right, now here's my honest feedback here. So we got the two-person Amplify. Um, the Amplify is the middle of the road of the three different brands that and carries. I wouldn't go with the cheapest one because it doesn't give you like the, like the far spectrum that you need, in my opinion. Now we, I don't want to say we cheaped out, but we went with the most cost effective one or cost whatever one. Uh, so it's a two person, which I think the size is fine. Like ultimately, it's you get hotter having your entire body on the bench. So, like, two people would have to sit with their feet down off the bench, and then like only your core area gets as warm. You get a lot hotter and sweat faster when you're like feet, you're kind of pivoted and sitting on the bench by yourself. So, really, it's more of like a one person. But if you think about how large of a sauna you would have to do in order for two people to sit with their feet up on the bench, that's that's a big sauna. That would be probably like a five-person technically sauna or like an L-shaped one. So just giving you my feedback. And the Impulse is the like highest level of one they did. And I kind of wish we would have done that one. Um, I think it was a $1,000 more, but like you can like preheat it on an app. Um, there's just like things that I was like, ah, we don't need that fancy of a one. And like, I was like, oh, well, okay, fine. That would probably be nice. But like now, so just this morning when the alarm went off, I got up and quick went and turned on the sauna. It takes, you know, it was at like 75 degrees. It's kind of based on the temperature of the environment it's in. And so it takes about a minute per degree to heat up. So, you know, like you could just set it to like Start cooking at 5 a.m. So by the time your alarm goes off at six, it's all hot and ready for you. So, anyways, it's really fun. Like it's really fun, and I feel so bougie having a sauna. Um, so I don't know. There's my sense. There's my sense, people. We've also been like in the thick of looking. In addition to looking at resumes, I've been onboarding chiropractors into the program. Multi passionate chiropractor starts the end of January um we have well i don't know when you're listening to this but we are you know there's multiple spots that have already been gone really awesome kairos coming in um and as i'm talking to people i i'm explaining to them because here's there's a, here's the question i've asked a couple kairos on the call is i'm like if you had the choice next year in 2024 to choose either a a coach or program that is solely about chiropractic, um, thats it's 100% chiropractic, and systems and growth and hiring and all of that, I'm not the course for you. Like this, I can tell you right now, the multi-passionate chiropractor is, it's really divided around three different main pillars. So pillar one is absolutely chiropractic. Five weeks of the course, we are talking about uh, systems and procedures, and how to set up your clinic so it doesn't run on your energy. But that's it's it's only a portion of the course. Another pillar is the wealth development piece. That's where we're talking about multiple streams of revenue, your personal income, like investment things. Like that's a major pillar. And then the third pillar of the course is around legacy and identity. And, um, you know, kind of what are you here to do outside? Like, what can your legacy be outside of the four walls of your clinic and your impact? Which sounds woo-woo because people are like, oh, no, I don't want that. But if you do not address that pillar, you never actually step off the hamster wheel. You keep thinking that you need more and more and more and more and more and more to, like, you're never there yet. And so that part is there for a reason because Kirby and I are Christians. We do, we're spiritual and we do believe that like without that aspect, seeking wealth can become a money grab or a greed very quickly. And there's very little happiness in people who constantly think they need more and more. So this is a program that talks about all three from that balanced state. So that's if you were kind of like, well, I, I want this for 2024 for me. But if you're like, no, I only need like chiropractic stuff right now. Do not schedule a call with me. If you listen to those, and you're like, Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Schedule a call with me. So back to our speaker today. Okay, so Roberto Monaco has been a full time speaker coach and trainer since 2002. And has conducted more than 4500 presentations in America, Canada, Mexico, England, Brazil, and Puerto Rico in the areas of public speaking, sales, video marketing, influence, and peak performance. Roberto worked for the Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins, companies for six years. And in 2004, five, six, and seven, he was the top producer and revenue generator in the country. In 2005, six, seven, and eight, Roberto also coached and trained all other peak performance strategists at the Tony Robbins companies. Today, Roberto is the co-founder of Influenceology, a training and coaching firm that helps sales professionals, leaders, and executives to acquire more clients, more money, and advance their mission through the art and science of influence. He is originally from Porto Alegre, Brazil, and he conducts workshops and trainings in two languages, English and Portuguese, and he lives in San Diego with his beautiful wife, Katie. Um, it's a great talk. I swear. I promise you're going to like it. Um, I heard him speak and I walked away with like six pages of notes. Um, and I just like, kind of like came up like a little fangirl like, hi, um, I have a podcast. (laughs) Do you think that you would be on it? And he was so sweet. He didn't know. He said yes before even knowing the reach of the podcast. Like who does that? I, I get approached about podcasts and I'm like, can you tell me how many downloads you have? Because if it's 12 and four of them are your mom and your brother and, your girlfriend like then i don't say no i don't say no everybody deserves guests on their podcast i just say there's a time of the year where i'm stretched a little thin and i can't commit to that so let's pray damn it and get down to business dear god thank you so much for the identity around influence And the capability that we have around us being an influencer. So many of us do not think of ourselves as an influencer because social media has really taken it and uh, trashed that term. But today, when we are talking about the influence that you can have in your community, the influence that Roberto talks about chiropractors can have, help us all remember that. We can change so many people. We can talk to our mailman. We like, and not even with chiropractic, just being around them and being a joyous person, being a kind and generous person. So many people right now are just so shut down. They're not even like they're just going through grocery stores, just like robots, and just connecting with people and looking them in the eye and smiling, and just we have no idea how much that can impact our patients when we say like do you need a hug you know like when they seem like they're having a hard day you know so let us continue to think about yes the impact we can have with chiropractic but us always remember that we carry so much ability to influence every person that we interact with on a daily basis in your name we pray amen okay without further ado this is kind of the last like real episode of the year um, because Kirby, 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 my husband, um, we are going to be doing our annual Christmas special next week. And then we go into the best of, of 2023. And then we're into 2024. And I already have some really good pre-recorded ones that are good in there, but like, oh. so this is the last real episode of the year. Without further ado, here is Roberto Monaco on selling. Enjoy. All right. So you're like a pretty experienced, like podcasts are like no big deal for you coming on as a guest, right? Like
1: you just. Yeah. uh, This is my third one this week. Is it really? (laughs) Yeah. So
0: I actually find that it is much more enjoyable or like less stressful to be a guest on someone else's podcast than to be the host. So it's just like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you know, when you're like, when you do speaking and things like that, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, showing up on someone else's podcast, it's totally their responsibility to make me look good. So yeah. that's my job today, as if it's difficult. So
1: well, i love I love to add value. so I don't uh, my philosophy is super simple. I give everything I know, and then I run out of time, yeah that's it,
0: yeah. That's it. i I was um I was taught I was at a talk by somebody called Rory Vaden. He's a brand manager for some, like, big people. And he was just talking about how so many people, when they have something that they, like, they have a product that they're selling, whether it is you want more downloads or this, um, they gatekeep a lot of the information. And it's just, he's like, that's the worst thing you can do. You just give everything that you possibly have. And then people are like, if this is what they're giving away for free, I can't imagine what's behind that.
1: That is exactly my mindset.
0: Okay, so I heard you speak a couple weeks ago at the Wisconsin State
1: Association. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah.
0: and and I've heard you speak before that. Um, you talk a lot about influence. well, first of all, actually, how did you because you're not a chiropractor, How did you like fall in love with helping chiropractors?
1: Yeah chiro- chiropractors and chiropractic. I've been around for thirteen years. My background. I believe in America for 27 years. I'm American now, American citizen. But I came from Brazil. I grew up in Brazil, and I work in a bank, Banco do Brazil. I'll be retired right now, which is crazy to think about it. And I came here, uh, Lauren. I always been very intrigued with people who live their purpose. Before, I couldn't articulate. I remember growing up in Brazil. I used to tell my mom, "Mom, I want to be like them," and I used to point to. Us, soccer players and singers and my mom like you can't play soccer you can't sing what do you mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they were like no they have
1: so i feel like they're they're made to do this right and uh, i never had it for many years working a bank so when i came here i really committed to find my thing Uh, i was talking about purpose but i didn't know and eventually i got a job tony robbins anthony robbins companies and i was doing talks for tony for six years 200 presentations a year, a lot of speaking, just like when a Cairo goes out and do a lunch alone, for example, or a dinner with a doc. So that's how we started in 2009, I opened up my company. I was working with uh, 45 industries, no problem. And then one day, a guy named Gary Gunnison calls me up and said, we've got to work with chiropractors. I'm like, Cairo, what? And literally didn't know. And he goes, yeah. Chiropractors, some of them—they're the really messed up. They need lots of help. <laughs> Please, we need help. Them? And then I'm like, I don't I, I don't, I, have no idea what chiropractic was or chiropractor do, not, nothing. And then fast forward a couple of months, Doctor Chris Zeno calls me up. He had a big practice in Houston, and, and he told me I do these talks called the you know, the Doctor." By the way, for me, it means nothing at that point, at that time. right? I was like, okay, I talk. He goes, "Can you help me?" I'm closing around sixty percent. So they sent my video and one coaching call, next dinner, the doctor, he closed 98%. And he goes, Bro, I want to introduce to all my friends. And so we started introducing. And and why right in the period, I met my wife. And we when I knew, uh, when I knew that was the law of my life, and she knew as well. And she said, Well, I'm gonna stop taking birth control pills because eventually I'm to have a family. And then, like most girls do in our society and you know this better because you're a doctor or i'm mm-hmm. not they have been taking birth control pills mm-hmm. for many years and when she was off the birth control pills her period never came back and then she went to four mds no answer their best answer was go back to the pill that was the answer. oh my god and then and then I was like uh we're trying to have a baby eating. yeah yeah, frustration starts building, trying to have a baby. And so many nights, uh, Lauren, I I, I I go to bed hugging my wife and I I feel the tears in my arms because my wife thought there was something wrong with her. And then at that time, uh, Zeno, he came to San Diego to do a coaching session. I was living in San Diego, California, and I, I felt really uncomfortable sharing my personal life with him. But I said, hey, man, this is what's going on. He goes, dude, you're not, you're not listening to my message. The message applies to you too, you know? <laughs> and he said, go find a chiropractor. I found Dr. Ryan Hum in San Diego, brought my wife, and literally the first time we understood what's happening, my wife uh, had uh, two big subluxations, the neck, lower back. We started care. A year passed by, two years passed by, three years passed by, no period. Was by the way, we both started sleeping better, feeling better. Don't take medication, but the pain never come back. And so many times, my wife and I were like, "Man, uh, hoping for something to happen." And I remember, seven Christmas ago, I'm excited. I love Christmas uh, because of this reason. Seven Christmas ago, December 20, uh, 24th, in the morning, I'm in San Francisco. I brought my mom from Brazil. To spend Christmas with us. So it's nine in the morning, me and my mom, her mom, my wife is sleeping. She wakes up, goes to the bathroom, opens the door, walking towards me, crying like crazy. And i I freaked out, like, what happened, baby? What happened? She goes, She couldn't talk. She goes, I got my period. And I'm like, Are you sure? She goes, I'm sure. And we hug. Imagine her mom, my mom, my wife and I hugging, like in the kitchen crying. And then eventually got, so that's when it started. And um, Fast forward, to got pregnant, and now I have a lot of chiropractic friends, and they kept sending me the movie, The Business of Being Born. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's crazy. And then we watched that. My wife goes, I want to have a natural birth. I'm like, oh, sure. She goes, I'm sure. So we found a natural birth center in San Diego. And after 22 amazing hours, that's why I tell guys, woman, until you see a natural birth you, and you're there, man mm-hmm. we don't have the physical strength to endure there hurts for me to pull my eyebrow my wife makes fun of me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like you no, cannot have a baby i was like, i know i can't i can do 200 pull-ups but i cannot have a baby that's for sure so Sophia was born my the why we're waiting for this baby for so long imagine you're waiting for this baby mm-hmm. for so long and now the two midwife nurse said there's something wrong with her because she, was, she wasn't breastfeeding. She, she wasn't crying. She was like, belly could breathe. There's something mm-hmm. almost like stuck in her lungs. And they put a little machine to measure her oxygen levels. And by California law at that time, uh, once a baby born, both the baby and the, and the mother in the birth center, after 12 hours, you go home. Both are healthy. you got to go to the hospital. And she was born 10, 16 p.m. And that was 5 a.m. We we're freaking out because the midwife nurse uh, told us if she doesn't get better, you gotta go to the hospital. And I really got my phone and I called Dr. Ryan Homo, my chiropractor, say, Hey buddy, is there any way you can come here? And I text him, 5 a.m., text back. I was waiting for the call. And he came in, put Sophia down. Yep, she subluxed on her atlas. I just checked her, adjusted her once, waited. Check again, still subluxated. I just heard it again and grabbed Sophia and go, Here you go. And just like a movie, Orme, Sophia threw up the embryonic fluid that was stuck in her lungs and she gave the most beautiful, powerful baby cry. I looked to my right. Dr. Ryan Hummel, big, tall guy, used to play rugby, crying. He said, Did you see the power of the innate? And I'm like, holy smoke, right? And then he laughed because he said, hey, he didn't I like have that. to open my practice, right? Yeah. Now, here's the best part. After 30 minutes, the, the two midwife nurses came in, and they said, what happened? And now Sophia's good, right? Sophia's perfect. Breastfeeding. I say, well, I call my chiropractor. He came in, detected a subluxation atlas, adjusted her twice. She threw up the embryonic footer stuck in her lungs. She's fine now. And they look at me and ask again, well now what really happened? And I'm like, how to explain that? Huh? And then I go home and I remember having this. I have this oh everything that I'm telling you, I have a document, I have pictures and videos. I remember taking this most beautiful, gorgeous picture of my baby sleeping. And I don't know, Lauren, if it ever happened to you in your life where sometimes you want something so bad. And you fight for so long, and eventually you, you get it, it's right there. And I had this huge relief, like. <sighs> and then I close my eyes and I start thinking about everything that my wife went through. And I had a huge realization, and that's the reason I'm here in your podcast today. When we decided to have a natural birth in San Diego, California the birth center encouraged us to have a natural birth class. class basically was eight week class. You go every Wednesday for three hours. And on the first class, on the first Wednesday, the teacher asked everybody, there's 10 couples, 20 people. And the teacher asked this question, why are you here? Because most people go to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't that's birth center? And 20 people said the same thing. Now, They use different words to express their thoughts, but they all said something along the lines of We are here because we want something natural. Mm -hmm. And out of the 20 people that want something natural, only one dad, only one mom were being adjusted, which was my family. And then they have this 90 day reunion after the babies were born. So the moms go back to the babies. And out of the, the, the 10 families, all these babies, only one was being adjusted, which was Sophia. And usually when I do this talk to chiropractors or tell the story, I ask two questions. Number one, why do you think out of 20 people in a natural birth center, right. want something natural, only two, two or 20 on the chiropractic care. And number two, why do you think that is? And usually I get like, well, people don't know about it. They're not sharing the information. And the second question I ask chiropractors is, what are you, you personally are going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? So I love to be here in your podcast because you allow my story and someone else's story and many stories of leaders and influencers and chiropractors to, to spread all over the world. So I acknowledge you for, for doing this podcast. So that's what I do. I'm not a Cairo. I'm not a DC, even though it's many, many times they put Roberto Monaco DC <laughs> because I'm so, deep. I, I gotta tell them, bro, I'm not DC. So, you know, but I, my, I have a, just one thing. Uh, I have just one. My agenda. What is his agenda? My agenda is just to help chiropractors become world class communicators, world class influencers, speakers. So regardless of the context, they are one on one, a patient, patient class, uh, doctors' report, lunch and learns, podcast, video, lives, reels. Doesn't matter. They would, when they open their mouth, people move. That's what I'm trying to do and help because unfortunately we don't have the billions of dollars uh, uh, available for lobbying and brainwashing like the big com- the the drug companies do. But what we do have is purpose, and we have our story, and you have technology that allow us to spread our message. So that's why I'm here today.
0: So I think you know you had said something that y- you really love. You came to America because like purpose and like, and I think that it's easy to look at chiropractic from the outside and go, oh my gosh, this is a profession that has such a strong purpose. But where I think chiropractors really struggle is our purpose is like adjusting, right? Like just getting innate flowing and doing the adjustment. And we we picture all of the miracles that are going to happen in our clinics And a medical doctor, an OB, a dentist, like they all are all excited about whatever they, you know, are going to do. And they go, and the most of their life is not having to communicate or sell. It is exactly what they fell in love with before going to school. I'm going to be a dentist and I'm going to show up and my books are going to be full because people know that they need to have clean teeth. And, you know, and so I think there's this, really harsh awakening that happens with chiropractors where we go to school and we're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then we're like, I'm going to hang my shingle. And like, people are just going to come and they're going to, (laughs) the miracles are going to happen and it's going to be great. Um, And then you're like, what do you mean? I have to sell this and like i use the mm-hmm. word sell you can use whatever word you
1: yeah, want i love the word selling yeah i love yeah, selling yeah.
0: i like purposely use it because i notice how many chiropractors have like this like ick
1: mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. when you
0: say sell they're like oh i'm not selling and i'm like okay well i could tell you right now that the mindset that you have a negative response that you have to sell chiropractic is probably getting in your way
1: yeah for 100 i love that and i agree a thousand percent what you just said. Number one, you can be the best adjuster on the planet, but if you don't take the message out, people have a misconception about chiropractic. They really do. I look, I didn't the, the funny story I was, as I was going through that story I just shared. I had a chiropractor office literally a hundred meters from my house. And I never knocked on the door before because I had no idea who was. So mm-hmm. And, and after 120 years, only 10% of the population, quote, unquote, give and take, use chiropractic, is because we are not doing a good job communicating and selling chiropractic. I, we should be, selling is an amazing thing. You cannot serve people who are not selling. We, gotta, you gotta, we have to embrace selling. People don't like selling. Uh, go work on 7-Eleven. <laughs> right. We got we to embrace it. And a lot has to do, a lot has to do it's not much about the skills of selling, even though you do have techniques and process, it is the mindset, right? Because usually people who have a hard time selling or or feeling uncomfortable selling is because they're making the message about them, their ego, not about, mm. about the, the client. Right? Is it's literally, I don't like selling. Well, are you making is chiropractic about you or about the patient? Uh it, what's funny is that there's a lot of doctors who love chiropractic, but quote unquote don't like sell chiropractic, is because they're making their ego bigger than chiropractic. And as far as I know, no doctor is bigger than chiropractic. Like I'm not bigger than public speaking. Public speaking was around for 2,000 years. Chiropractic's been around over 120 years. Nobody's bigger than chiropractic. And the reason doctors don't like selling because they feel they're afraid to be rejected. Rejected. They don't want to be judged. And then they'll be like. They cannot be certain. And look, no, I said, look, it's, it's not should, it's a must, right? mm-hmm. I was just talking to a car today, right before a call, she, uh, this lady was doing a, a talk, and we were talking about her core message. And I'm like, man, when you get adjusted powerfully, a precise adjustment, there's pretty much nothing you can do in healthcare that's going to have that power, that's going to do as good for your body than a powerful chiropractic adjustment. And but people don't know; they have no idea. I right? remove interference, and and you allow your nervous system to work properly, so you can express life the full potential. Now, the the fact is, most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. So it's our job to "quote unquote" advocate, sell, influence for sure.
0: Yeah, I want to like kind of reiterate what you just said because it's huge. So I I think there's kind of two, there's like the best starter, Chiro, who's like yeah they don't necessarily even believe in their product yet. Well, they might believe it, but they don't know. And I think there's this like, okay, asking them like, okay, do you trust that chiropractic can do what you're saying? Then they're like, yes. And then the next question is like, do you trust that you can make that happen? Because like I can show you a YouTube video of somebody walking on someone's back and making cracking sounds. Is that going to have the same result and so, like, I think they are—they just don't have the proof that, like, they're like, no, i I believe, in chiropr- I believe chiropractic is an amazing product. I just don't believe in myself yet. How do they overcome that until they get that those reps in? Hmm.
1: Uh, I think the having mentors like yourself, coaches, having people around to learn from other people's experiences. Number one, the I, I love that you said first. You have to believe on the power of chiropractic. And number two, that I can deliver that power to people. I think the the more dipped or connected you are with chiropractors who um, are, quote-unquote, ahead of you, not because they're better, just because they have been doing that for longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, internships, coaching, mentors, groups, the faster, the the, the, the shorter on the experience. And the other thing, too, is that I met so many chiropractors that even before going to chiropractic school, they already sold into chiropractic Mm -hmm. because they had a chiropractic experience. So I do feel that if you understand truly what chiropractic, even if you haven't adjusted, if you truly understand what how chiropractic is and what it does for the body, even if you never adjust someone, if you really understand that, you, you there's there's ways for you to increase your believability in chiropractic and communicate with more. Uh, confidence and influence yeah now i'm not chiropractor i i'm not chiropractor for me uh came from my belief in chiropractic came from understanding chiropractic by watching thousands of hours of dinners and doctors reports and patient tissue classes that's one that's my certainty come from and from my personal experience uh, while my story school i is really is wow couldn't, uh, couldn't have her period, got her period, then got pregnant, then Sophia's story. You know what's best? And, and that's kind of answering your question about how we get certainty is understanding chiropractic philosophy. You see, while the adjustment is really powerful, now I have two kids who are not vaccinated. They moved from California. They um, probably kicked you um, out. Yeah. I came to Red State where. We have vaccine exemptions, and and the whole chiropractic philosophy is this is the coolest thing. Why right? the power who creates the body heals the body? Just take the remote interference. Let the power do the work. It was like mm-hmm. so powerful, like wow! I never wow. And it's like it's so simple yet it's just like if you ask fish how's the water today, fish gonna look at you like what are you talking about? Are you are crazy? Mm-hmm. Like hey, how's the water? Because you live in the water and you don't know what's you don't you don't know what it's look like it feels like even outside the water and most people live in this uh brainwashed society and then when you when you when you introduce a simple that's so simple so powerful people like wow right and so for that's what was realization for me and my wife so i just want to make i want to highlight the importance of even if you're not, I met a lot of students who never "quote unquote" start practicing. I mean, they're in, in, uh, they're just in in, in the school, but they're so deep philosophically because they they can show up already like rock stars. I mean, really, even yeah. before open, they trust that product. Yeah, they trust the product already. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy to uh, for me to feel like how many kairos don't um, advocate chiropractic specifically.
0: I mean, some, a lot of chiropractors don't get adjusted very often, (laughs) like at all. And so it's like, like, oh, oh, like, that's just such a head scratcher to me where I'm like, well, now, you know, if we, okay, let's just take the uh, most cliche ick factor of selling, used cars, okay? So Uh, like, you know, why do we have such an icky feeling about a used car salesman? Well, because we ultimately believe that the product they're selling is n- putting lipstick on a pig, right? Like yeah, it's probably yeah. going to break down. They're lying to you. They're like holding back truths, but we don't think icky things about a Porsche salesman, right? we They're both car salesmen, but one we're like, ew, that's the cliche that we make fun of in movie tropes and things like that, yet a Porsche salesman is never the butt of a joke. Well, why? Because that product, we believe in that product. And I think we have so many chiropractors that if they feel icky, I would ask yourself, where do you fall on that line of used car salesman to Porsche? Like, what do you think you're selling? Because deep down, if you don't believe in it, you showing up to work every day, that's probably why.
1: That is so powerful to just say. We talk about selling. I'm gonna give you a uh, tell a quick story. I'm not gonna mention the speaker, but I used to work for this very well-known, respected speaker worldwide. And when I was working for this organization, we had three levels of seating. When you sell a seminar, you could go uh, a VIP, which was like. 1400 bucks, then you can go executive, which is a thousand bucks, and general admission with 700. And we all speakers and sales. I'm not getting paid to speak. So we spoke, but then we got paid when we sell tickets. Right? So you're we a professional salesperson selling to groups. So I was the number one at the time when I was there in the company, I was the number one VIP seller because if you get a commission, you want to sell the high ticket and plus you were close to the speaker. So for years, I was the number one guy selling this ticket, VIP, which was around 400 bucks. Then one year, in order for the company to make money, more money, what they did, uh, they put, they create a new seating. They put the diamond seating in front. They push VIP back. They push all the seating back. And now the diamond seating, which basically used to be the VIP seating, they are charging 2,500 bucks, the, the, pretty much double the price. They offer $200 product and they have a private room to network to serve some food. And basically the food was broccoli. It's like, okay. But now, nothing against broccoli, but that's, there's not a lot of food there, right? So I went from the number one VIP and I couldn't sell one diamond ticket. Literally. And now I'm the trainer. I'm training all the speakers now. And then after months without selling a diamond ticket, By the way, I'm a commission salesperson, so if I sell now, it's it's better for me, right? But I I couldn't sell. My VP of sales, uh, he came to me and said, hey, man, I want to talk to you. He said, what's up? He goes, look, man, you're the trainer here, training these guys. The new guys are selling the diamond ticket and you you can sell. What's going on? And I look at him and said, you know, Jim, I don't believe it. I don't believe in the diamond. I know what you guys did. You just pushed the... The level sitting backwards to the room, and now you're charging twice as much for pretty much the same product. I don't believe it. And then he said this: he said, the next class, the next event that we have, I want you to go and spend time on the diamond section. The people go hang out with the people who pay 2,500 bucks. And Laura, I'm like, okay, whatever, that's easy to do. I went there and these people. We're having the best time ever. They're doing deals. They're high-fiving the speaker. They're exchanging cards. If I were to ask them, they'll pay 10 times. They'll pay 20 grand mm-hmm. for the city. I don't care. And at that moment, I realized that because of my own limitation, my own limited beliefs in sales, my lack of belief, I was robbing, Mm-hmm. People's experiences. Mm-hmm. And most chiropractors, right now, today, they are robbing people's experiences because their own limited beliefs about selling. They show up already, like you said, oh! well, the reason they're, they're, really not, they're, they're really not good, they want too, because deep down is a should or a must. Is a nice thing to have or a must thing to have?
0: What chiropractic?
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's like their mindset. Their mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So, vast majority they are putting their own limiting beliefs, their own limitation into the sales process, and that's why they don't convert. And that was crazy. I went from that moment, that event when I saw people hanging out. I just anchored that feeling, and then when I when I'm back on the road, start selling, my diamond numbers went up immediately. And by the way. There's no sales skill. There's no new clothes, new questions, new story. All was, was I removed that stealth limiting belief that I had about the product. And a lot of Kairos, unfortunately, have that.
0: Okay, so I have a couple different areas I want to continue with this. So. All right. So let's say that I've done the work. I love the product, but I yeah. still have a major hang up. Like I get adjusted my whole family, but I still have a major hang up on being rejected and being liked.
1: Okay. Like
0: how, how can we Got get it. chiropractors like get Got over
1: it. it? Got it. So deep down, deep down I was talking to a, another a coach yesterday, well-known Cairo. Uh, And he really, that kind of guy that will says whatever what want to say. And some people love him. Some people don't like him. And we have this conversation goes, and I said, well, you don't care what people think. He goes, I actually, I care a little bit. Right? I care. Obviously, deep down, we all care that, hey, you want to be liked. You want to have more people who like us that don't like us deep down is wired, right, to be part of the tribe, to be part of the people who, people who, because if you, I, w- I want to talk about fear of judgment, which is the, probably the biggest one, and fear of rejection, mm-hmm. all right, all comes down to a rule that we have. We all have a, a belief or a rule that causes us to feel judged or to call us to feel rejected. We all have it. And until you change that rule, it's going to be really hard for us to be successful at selling or communication or influence. Let me give an example. E- years ago, when I was doing co- a lot more like life coaching, one of my first clients, uh, his thing was he, he wasn't a chiropractor. Uh, he, he hated to be rejected. He hated to be rejected. And he was going to these networking events. And every time he went to one, man, I feel like rejected. I feel like rejected. And then he always, the rejection piece, fear of rejection, was a big conversation. And then I asked, this question asked, what has to happen for you to feel rejected? And then he paused He goes, um, well, every time I, I walk in a room and someone look at me in a weird way, I feel rejected. <laughs> oh, honey. And I'm, like, and I'm like, go again, go again, go again. He goes, yeah. Uh, because, he, but first of all, he wasn't aware of the rule, right? So now I, I brought to his awareness. He Goes, yeah. Every time I walk in a room, some people look at me in a weird way. I was Like I feel rejected. And I'm like, how often that happens? He goes, pretty much every single time. I was like, bro, you set up, you set up the rule. You never. This poor guy that. can't even go to the grocery store. <laughs> He's like, oh, I mean, that was his rule. And, and then I was like, do you want to know my my rule of rejection? And he got curious, like, yeah, tell me. And I said, well, Roberto Monaco, I feel rejected when 10 billion people look at me at the same time and say, dude, you suck. Then, only then, I feel rejected. He goes, ha, 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 that's stupid. I'm like, oh, really? My rule is stupid. Well, I don't feel rejected, but you do. So I I have a bad rule. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's kind of like playing around. But the idea is that, the people who are afraid to be rejected is just you don't you don't understand that even the best the best communicators the best product the best offer some people they're they won't buy and then i mean you tell me one product that's you know apple right like <laughs> an apple converts every person every, every just any product so you're gonna so that's one thing right is not making about you Literally, it's just part. It's just part of the game. That's well, and bo-
0: I, and shedding light on like thinking about like so like when you were talking about that, I was like, what's my role? Oh, when somebody doesn't, they have the money and time to do my recommendation, but. Uh- they choose not to. So basically, anytime I can't control someone else's life and make their life decisions, I feel rejected. And it's like, when you kind of <laughs> shed light, when you shed light on your rule, it's like kind of ridiculous. Like, you is, know like, you're okay. not in charge of them, right? And I'm like, they should listen to yeah, me. Yeah,
1: we should, yeah, we, yeah, we you know, the, um, because we, we, we have these rules and then we we we're not aware, literally. Mm-hmm. The other thing, the other piece, I want to talk about the fear of uh, being judged. That's a big one. I feel like uh, I'm a doctor. I don't want to be judged or perceived as a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to do a talk, record a video because I don't want to be judged. right? And I realize we don't want to ask a question, ask to sign up for care or recommend or do a talk, record a video or close someone because we don't want to be judged, right? Because if I do this behavior, if I say this, I'm going to be judged. Well, here's the good news for the ones who are listen to us. You're already being judged. You already, if you don't want to sell because you're afraid to be judged, guess what? You're already being judged. And let me explain. Right now, in your town, five miles from your office, now if you live on a farm, maybe 10 miles. But uh, there's people one who are looking for your help, are willing to pay for your help, but they don't know you exist. Obscurity is a form of judgment.
0: Can you explain that? Have one? you heard about
1: Doctor So and So? Oh, never heard about this doctor. Well, because if it, if it, this doctor he or she are really good, then I would have heard about it. Mm-hmm. I never heard about him. The Air not that good.
0: Oh, I, being, yeah,
1: yeah, oh. be obscure. You get it because yeah. obscurity. Have you heard about Roberto monaco guy? No one ever heard about. Oh, he's not that good because because I've be,
0: never heard of him.
1: I haven't heard of him. If you're if you're the man, then I'll hear about him. So I know that's happening. It's happening in chiropractic. so chiropractors don't know who I am. And so outside why your practice. So what is my, how do I deal with it? My job is to come and tell my story. How do you change that perception? Now, it's not the worst type of judgment, but being unknown, it is a form of judgment. Mm-hmm. New so fear unlocked.
0: That's what we call that, yeah. new fear unlocked. People didn't even know that they could be judged on that level. Yeah, Thanks right, a lot for that. Right,
1: <laughs> oh, I don't want to be judged. Bro, you already are. I'm sorry. I'm so... Uh, Late news, good news, but well, you already are. So get over. You already are. Because for, for many people in your town, you're obscure. You don't exist. You're irrelevant. Me too. So I'm like, and, and for me, I don't get first. For me, I get part right? of. So I'm doing this this event now, a four-week, uh, I'm sorry, four-month coaching program for Kairos in Australia. I just had my first session. Last week, I have the psycho session tomorrow. So I'm mean, wake up at 4.30 in the morning. My speaking time is from 4.30 to 6. Why am I doing that? Because there, they don't know who Roberto Monaco is. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people like, ah! even though I'm afraid to speak, I don't know how to close, I hate selling, I'm going to leave that. And for me, it bothers me. To see Kyrie struggle. bothers me. So you know what? I'm going to change my approach, and I'm going I'm to step up, tell my story, to change the judgment. Because there's a lot of people in Australia and New Zealand, they already have a judge of me, unknown. This guy, he's not that good. Because if you were good, I'll have a word about it. Yeah. So what is my only way to change that? For for them to experience me. So that's what I'm doing. So that's the so instead of like limiting the judgments, man should they empower you. Because when you stop and you think about, oh, they already judge me. Yes, cannot this. Can I get worse? No, because I'm ob- obscure. I'm I live with the unknown in their minds. So now my job through communication, sales, videos, talks, and influence, I'm going to change that judgment. Mm-hmm. So I go from unknown, obscure, to the leader in healthcare in my town.
0: But I feel like it can be really paralyzing because it's like, well, it's safer if they don't know me. Because then once they know me, then basically they have to decide, do they like me? Or not, and -hmm. I feel like so many people would go. I would rather be unknown than like I would rather of a thousand people, nine hundred of them to not know me, and the hundred I have, they like me. These then to uh, all a thousand know me, and five hundred hate me, and five hundred (laughs) like me. And it's like, well, the equation is you had only had a hundred in the first one, and now you have five hundred, right? But now I have five hundred who don't like (laughs) me, and it's.
1: That's the, good. That I never thought about that, but that's good. They perform. That is actually I'm gonna add to my uh, to my thought process. It's so true. Well, it's the so brain true. is
0: wired to hyper focus on yeah. the negative, right? Like yeah. when they talk about yeah. like memories, yeah. you know. And so it's got to work the same way with like like and dislike, you know. Okay, so I want to. So in an ideal world, someone comes to my office through deeply knowing they've seen my videos, they've gone to a health talk, and they're presenting saying all that, like, with the problem, you know, like, just like you and your wife showing up, like, she's not getting her period, like a chiropractor like, yes, dream people, they kind of already yeah. get it. I want to talk about the people who just like went to Google and went chiropractor near me and yeah. showed up to my office because they have low back pain. Like, this is where I really kind of freeze because it, you're supposed to meet them where they're at. But like, we are so far apart that I struggle to go like, how do I meet you where you're at when, you know, so can you speak to that?
1: Yeah, there is a, there's, there's a couple of things, number one. Uh, one, there's a concept of pre-suasion pre-suasion. I didn't develop that. The name came from Dr. Uh, there's a great book actually called uh, from Dr. Robert Cialdini. Uh, what you do, what you do, what you say before the encounter shapes that people do during the encounter okay so so basically is when people come from google and they schedule the the, the consultation what kind of information are we sending out before they show up to my door Hi, hmm. right? that's number one
0: okay we're going to talk more about that okay hey, but yeah
1: Hi, <laughs> right? because that's number one yeah from credibility through storytelling so what, what we do before, that's number one. And number two, in sales, you want to, you wanna quote, unquote, address the problem right now, the urgent problem, but also want to create a compelling future. And I don't think we should in a day one, day two process to, to try to inspire people to get the entire chiropractic message you're going to explain to walk away from two-day process. Maybe some people have three-day process, they got to just in the meantime, feeling like oh, I'm an I'm a chiropractic patient for life. What I what I would do say is to be is to have a a good process where with empathy and rapport, we talk about the problem, how the problem impacts them in the past, how the problem the problem impacts them in the present, how the problem is gonna impact them in the future. We talk about a solution, right, which is through chiropractic care. Uh, we prove the solution works. And you and you also you preframe into the idea that our job we are not there as a quote unquote natural painkillers that's not what we do but that's what we're going to address right now. Um, I I feel if you study persuasion communication um, you have you uh, persuasion there's a lot of many years studying they have they have the attitude shaping I'm going to explain three uh, concepts attitude. Shaping attitude changing attitude reinforcing. Attitude is a combination between your beliefs and your values. If I say chocolate, you have an attitude towards chocolate. If I say ice cream, you have an attitude public speaking, you have an is it's kind of like I like it, don't like it, a neutral. You have a feeling, you have a you have a, an attitude towards a product. So we all have, so in the beginning, we gotta do this attitude. How you shape someone's attitude that doesn't know anything about chiropractic. That's when the, the whole idea about start sending some information before the appointment, right? Then you have attitude changing. When you change someone's attitude and when you convert someone, right? And then you have attitude reinforcing. So how do we enforce the attitude throughout time? Now, let me ask you this. Shaping someone's attitude about chiropractic, changing or closing someone's attitude and reinforcing. How do you think chiropractor do a good job before the appointment in shaping? Terrible. You do a terrible. All right, then we have the changing, might be the conversion. Uh-huh. Some of them are good selling. And then how about the reinforcing? Oh, even worse. All right, so let's see. The, so now we have a problem. So when you look at the sales process, you'd be like, okay, how, how am I going to shape someone's attitude who don't know anything about it? Maybe a friend told on Google what I'm going to send. What's my text? What's my email? Do I have a little 30-second video from the doctor? Do I can send a 30-second testimonial? What's the feel? Okay, the change and then the reinforcing. Crazy. It's crazy for me that it's kind of like, I'm going to metaphorically speaking, dating. Shape someone's attitude. I like the girl. Tell my buddy, hey, say nice things about me. Shaping, changing the attitude. Right? But then when you get married, if you don't reinforce, that's why you have the 50% plus or 40% plus divorce because you don't keep reinforcing. So all of them are important. Well, in you and talk. Sorry, most you of talk chiropractors about... the chiropractors training, the they're yes. here and they're like, oh, let's, let's go. <laughs> they want they truth, like what happened before and after? Nothing.
0: Well, Nothing. you even start with buyer's remorse. Like a, a lot of chiropractors don't, like literally no. even, like as soon no. as they get the yes, they're like cool job done they get it exactly how do you how do you help with buyers or more?
1: all right very good so the first thing is take away from this podcast what are you doing before during and after Mm -hmm. okay now let me talk another piece of research there's something called uh ELM, Elaboration Likelihood Model. is a modern communication ELM, Elaboration Likelihood Model. What happened is researchers for years have been studying on how people make decisions, and they realize they call the two routes of persuasion, the direct route and the indirect route, all right? So basically, um, the direct route is when people engage in, they call high elaboration, meaning when you communicate, they really think about your message, right? So when you present chiropractic, for, for them to influence them in the direct route, two things got to happen. Number one, they got to be motivated to learn. That's why the idea about if they come back pain, don't talk about wellness. I wouldn't. Man, I want to I wanna, I wanna get them motivated mm-hmm. how the pain impacts in the past, the present and future. And then how is that problem is impacting other problems or make the problem bigger too? Obviously, all right? Other problems linked to other problems. So you gotta be motivated, number one. Number two, they gotta be they gotta be able be able actually to understand. Oh, the brain, oh the spine, oh, the nervous system, oh the communication loop between the brain, the organs, or back and forth. Oh, I get it. Okay, they gotta be to understand. So when once people are motivated to learn and they are able to understand. We have the direct route, and which means, which leads to a higher compliance rate because I made a decision and I understand the message. The indirect route, the indirect happens when people A, I'm not motivated. That means like they spouse a, chiro- a chiropractic patient, bring the husband, and the husband like, ah, oh, my wife took me here. Here's my credit card, you know. But dude, I'm not motivated you don't need to go through your spiel, just, yeah, I'm going to sign up, Hi. Right? Or the doctor speak doctorish and I might be motivated, but above his head or the patient head. So if in either of these two criterias, A, I'm not motivated, or B, I don't understand, or both happens, then people use, use the peripheral route to persuasion to make a decision. a meaning, instead of focusing on the message, they focus on oh she's smart, oh I, they, they had, she has diplomas in the wall, oh she went to the same high school as my my sister, so they use these indirect cues to make a decision, and usually when that happens, that happens a lot or oh, just like her man she's cool she has a tattoo I have a tattoo too that's kind of cool, right? It's my girl. When you when you use that criteria not the message the indirect. You have you, you experience higher conversion, but what happens? I go home, I spend four thousand bucks, and the spouse is like, "Why you spend? Uh, what are you gonna? What are they gonna do for you?" Mm-hmm. Uh, by remorse, Why? Right? Because they use the indirect route of persuasion to make a decision, and uh-huh. to don't understand the message. So, a, a, a lot of chiropractors
0: fall back uh, on this because they're so focused on like the experience and like we nail the experience and I really am obsessed with being liked. So like we have customized everything in our clinic, everything from like the moment they go to our website to call, to walking in our door, how does it smell? What do we wear? How do we present them? It's just make them like us, make us like us, make us like us. So like literally, yeah, by the time we sit down, we've guaranteed probably nine out of 10 people, they like us so much. They would buy whatever, and because that has been the crutch that we unknowingly it's have been relying just, on. Like make yeah, them because like because us. Indirect.
1: Those. They use the indirect, indirect, mm. the persuasion. Now, as a as a sales professional, sometimes it will happen. Let's say I have a client from Brazil, man, from Brazil, from Brazil, Chihuaba, Roberto's awesome. Yeah, he's my, like. No, no, bro. Let me, let me explain what I do. I don't need to know. But so, so that becomes, I'm going to connect the two, the, two, the two communication theories. This, that's why it's so important for us, to, for the, the attitude shaping, change reinforcing, because sometimes you cannot control how people make decisions. That's even more important. What happens after? And one of the things that I tell my clients now, every chiropractor should do. Every chiropractor, this is easy. You get a pen and paper. And write down okay. After the sum for care. After. Okay. What what are the 12 things that I want them to believe? All right. Um, what happens if I uh if I don't get better right away, get adjusted. Oh, retracing. Let's talk about retracing. Um, how about my key? Uh, if my pain goes away, do I quit? All right? So I write it down 12 things, then I record 12 minutes, two minutes, three minutes each. You put a little membership site. Nowadays, there's a thousand of them. Easy. You re- develop a little workbook, 12, 12 videos. that say, hey, part of our care, you have this, um, the, one of the most important things, the coolest things you do, We believe in education. Believe that an educated patient uh, is, is the best patient for you. You get the best results for your family. So by the time you complete here, I'm going to give a free protein powder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now you do that. You do a class, you do tabletop. You, got, you, you really have to spend time educating people. There's no other way. Because people, it's, it's crazy. People have been brainwashed for 20, 30 years right? in one model of care. Mm-hmm. And then we think we're going to do it a day one, day two, and now they're going to be patients forever. It's like, bro, are you out of your mind? Crazy, they've been brave. By the way, and they're gonna go back to the Matrix.
0: Yeah, which is probably sleeping next to him in their bed. At yeah,
1: home, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I'm like, bro. And you think on day one they choose gonna do the job? Yeah, you might have to convert people. <laughs> you spent how much? That. <laughs> like yeah. that? she had a tattoo. <laughs> she was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a tattoo. It's, 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 it's cool, I like. It. Great personality, you know. Like, it's like, man, you know. So yeah. You talk you've mentioned multiple
0: times health talks and I want to be honest that I feel
1: I like the health talks the whole time with me. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I feel like health talks are so I, so I've been in practice 13 years, but I'm in a very small right. town. So like, this is um, like very small, 9,000 people small. Right. And I have seen and heard from multiple chiropractors like post pandemic. It is so difficult to get people to come to anything. Not because they're scared of being sick, just because I think they realized that they were overbooked and overstimulated. And so when like, and this is just my theory, that like them when all of these options were taken away, and they had to just sit home, and they had more free time, they were like, oh, this is nicer than like filling every second of the day. So like, if you were going to do a health talk next month, what, a how would you get butts in seats?
1: Okay. The same people that are telling these chiropractic, chiropractors that they don't want to come to a health talk once a month for an hour, they're spending three hours every night on Netflix. Yeah. Let's get clear. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. Uh, number one, remember when we start this conversation and you, we're talking about in the beginning that you gotta. some doctors don't believe. First, they got to believe in chiropractic mm-hmm. level, basic level. Then they got to believe in, they can deliver chiropractic, remember? Yes. Uh, if you don't believe in the power of communication, if you don't understand that nowadays the attention span is like 30 seconds and it's hard to get people focused. Um, and then people are, their, their minds are all over the place. And then when is actually the time that you have to sit down that you actually tell me in a digital space where people go and stuff for an hour right? and they learn. So the whole idea about the talk is open up uh, an experience, first of all, that your patients are getting anywhere of a powerful, clean uh, presentation, message, a force for good. They're not gonna experience anywhere. So unless you don't understand that, if you don't see your talks as um, a Broadway show, do people go to theater, Broadway show? Yeah, they do. Post COVID, some of them are sell out. Come and buy a ticket. Two hours, they pay five hundred bucks. So they don't wanna go. To, they don't wanna go to a, a live performance. Pay five hundred bucks for two hours No, they're doing. They'll line up. So is the is the is the going to the place spend two hours spend a hundred a bucks or or the messenger and the message which yeah. one really is perceived value uh,
0: yeah it's not yeah. Netflix is Some going to that be better than
1: that. Yeah. and for and for and by the way I, I would talk about promotional ideas but for most of chiropractors I know because I deal with them for them doing a talk the the feeling they have <laughs> is like going to the DMV to renew the license. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay, and, and because they didn't set up from the beginning, if the if you set up from the beginning the experience from the beginning about the persuasion, attitude shaping, the education, we're about educating, we're about empowering you, we're about giving you the tools, we're about... Right from the beginning, even before the nap, and, and then when it comes to my class in my day one, day two, how many chiropractors that are, that you know are saying, look, our, here's our process. You have the, the one, day two, and the day three. The day three, uh, we believe is the most important one. Is an appointment you do in the evening. Yeah. You and your spouse. We're going to learn specifically how to maximize everything you do here and how to avoid the things that you try, that stop it from becoming better in between the sessions. I believe Mr. Jones, the most important thing. How many chiropractors are actually doing that? Answer, less than 5%. And then, so they don't, so from the get-go, they don't create this culture of like, dude, you really, and they say, oh, do you know Roberto that doctors doctor is a teacher? Yeah, but you're not teaching anything. Don't give me that BS. So we got, to, just like chiropractic, my belief system, I do a ton of uh, marketing I have a marketing agency ads facebook ads email marketing social media I mean. and there is there is a power have you noticed why all this multi any all these internet marketing guys gurus that people follow they have a picture of them speaking the stage why do, why do you think that is why do people promoting ai they have a picture of them speaking the stage People doing funnels, right? Selling funnels, software, mm-hmm. they're there. Why is that? Because that is the ultimate form. I know I'm not biased, but I think that's the ultimate form of impact and influence is to be able to put people in a room and have a heart-to-heart conversation, half an hour, one hour, and shift beliefs, shift perspective. That uh, There's an old quote of public speaking. talks about eloquence is the model of public speaking eloquence is the mother of public speaking you cannot have the eloquence that power that connection that mm, fire in a one-on-one it's just hard to do it It's just hard to do it so is if you're not sure
0: is basically the proof that like i've can i'm good enough that other people put me up yes, here yes and yeah, yeah. i've convinced other people so don't worry <laughs> like
1: yeah <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> well it's credibility it's built in so yeah. If if a doctor, I'll be... I mean, literally, I I know some docs who crush doing talks. Crush doing talks. Do two talks a month. Three talks a month. Crush Mm -hmm. it. I mean, literally, it's lame. Mm -hmm. Now you're never going to hear from my mouth that there's no work involved. You're never going to... Because I'll tell you what, there is work involved. Mm -hmm. Truly. As someone who' done five thousand talks, I'll tell you there's work involved. but for me, real work is have a shitty PVA. real work is depending on ads every month because if you if you stop having ads now then you don't you don't know how to get patients how to educate patients Real mm-hmm. workers spend all this time money, energy day one day two ads come and then they leave because you haven't educated that's real work for me so I'm a true believer on on the power of communication in person. And I do believe in webinars. I do believe in podcasts. I love it. I do it reels. I do it. try to do every day. I I love social media. Truly love social media. It's not A or B. It's both in my perspective. Now, uh, so how do do you put the butts in the seats? There's different ways. There's the organic way. And there's the paid way. When you create a culture of education, education, when you create a culture, of edu- education, and you teach your patients not only how to maximize chiropractic care, but how, how to maximize other things that you might be doing in your office. They want to come. Right? They want to come. I, when, when, the doctors who do well, they use email marketing, social media posts. Uh, they do flyers. They invite their patients, have the patients uh, invite their friends. I was talking to a doctor yesterday Is like, hey, man, I'm doing an event on December 16th. I have a lot of experience promoting events. Do you have any tips? First thing I ask, do you have a landing page with a video explaining why it should come? He goes, no. Like, well, um, because if you're asking a patient, most of us, we ask a patient, okay, to quote unquote, sell Mm -hmm. a friend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. bro, that's not your job. It's my job. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing a workshop, then I'm going to record a video. I'm gonna put a nice page with a video. I'm gonna put testimonials. I'm gonna create that image, right? Of like, wow, this person, she's amazing. And then I'm gonna say, Mr. Jones have a class, talk about benefits of the class. You wanna invite a spouse? By the way, I'm gonna send you a link. Can you share with your friends? And then when they share, now you we can tell. We, we also want to tell the story better than than they are. We we yeah. oh I, I it's like it's crazy. So we gotta take ownership. Really, we gotta take ownership. Uh, on the paid, on the paid arena, there's a there's a lot we do paid Facebook ad promotions for talks. Um some, some cars don't like this, but when you do more like specific topics that include chiropractic as a back end, you're gonna do a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, migraine talks, super successful. Um Hormone talks, extremely successful, easy to target, pack the room, easy. Mm-hmm. Now, so now so now we solve the problem. Now we're gonna spend some money in marketing. Right. But if you do a combination between organic and a little paid, you got you have an audience. Well, it not, surprises not, me not, that people are not, more, one more Yeah. one more thing, one more, one more thing. Okay. So this is like million events. Anybody listen to me right now. I know because one of my clients for 15 15 years, one, five, never done a talk before. Came to my class, I coached him, and I was doing talks. If you, in your office, in your practice, if you see a hundred different family units, a hundred people, a family unit may have, you know, the mom, the dad, and three kids. Have a hundred different family units. you have at least easy forty talks waiting for you. how do you, can, how can you be so certain Roberto? Well, here's how your patients, those a hundred family units, they have a company. they work for a company. they work for a government. they're associated with a nonprofit. they're associated with a church, huh? and they're associated with, with some of them retired, which the retirement community got a little crazy with the COVID stuff. But you still can do webinars. What do happen? I'm just asking you now. What do happen if you take these 100 people and then before they come in, say, "I'm going to talk to one person a day, five a week." Not hard. So Mary works for this bank, and then when Mary comes, say, hey, "Mary, can I have a, a chat with you?" Yes, he hey. Uh, you still working on XYZ Bank? Yes. Uh, is it that, is that true that uh, employees in the bank, they're super stressed out because all these changes happening in the bank environment? Yes. And I have a, a favor to ask you. Hey, what's up, doctor? Well, uh, this year, I want to make sure our town is the healthiest community in America. And I developed a brand new talk on how to help employees, such as your bank, how to minimize stress, increase productivity. And the cool thing, I go in and bring lunch. What's the person in charge of managing the employees there? Oh, it's Mary Jane. Can you introduce Mary Jane? I'm asking, I'm asking introduction. Super simple. I'm going to have my staff. She's going to send an email. I have a speaker page. And just an email say, hey, Mary Jane, i introduce you to Dr. Laurel. She's awesome, blah, 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 blah. I'll take from there. How hard it is to do it. That's, now, if so you do speaker that
0: speaker page, you recommend that? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Just... Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Now, if you do that once a day to one person, five a week, twenty a month, how many speaking gigs are you going to get?
0: Oh, you're going to get at least fifteen. I mean, but your patients, yeah.
1: And you're by the way, go. they saw you speak. Mm-hmm. They saw you speak. How do, do you mean, overcome? It's like, it's like, so, so like, yeah. There's is that work. Yes, of course. Uh, we talk about marketing. Tell me one. Tell me you were very savvy. I love your, your Instagram page looks killer, though, by the way. Oh, thanks. That yeah, looks really good. Uh, tell me one marketing strategy has been around for 2,000 years. Storytelling. Yeah, speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, us prove it. It works. What mm-hmm. works. Now, um, is that things to learn? Yes. Does it take time to get the team, everybody involved? Yeah, I love it. I'm biased. I will tell people I'm biased, but still are still available. We have a bunch of doctors question it. Um, I think the combination when you build your brand and speaking and you do both is mean, is really powerful from a, a financial standpoint. But I think it feels good to like, don't you want to go in and, and really, truly tell the truth? Right? I, I get a feeling. I mean, I saw an event. I get a feeling from it's another event. Now I'm doing a podcast. All right. So then, from one speaking, generate a podcast. Hopefully, someone's gonna listen to you. Gonna reach out to me. Hopefully, mm-hmm. right? And these things keep going. Yeah, I have a story that I tell about the mortgage industry before I work for with chiropractors. I done a lot of stuff or uh, in the mortgage space, a lot, and I have all documented. I have over forty pictures of different events I have done, and I remember. Why am I left the Tony Robbins organization? I left around right 2008, 2009. They have the mortgage meltdown, and they call my cell phone. This guy called me up Hey, man, I'm doing an event. I was living in San Diego. We're doing an event in Atlanta. Can you come and speak? I say Yeah. What's your speaker budget? Oh, is, is a non-profit event. Can I not, pay yeah. speakers? I right. how about the uh, hotel or fair? No,
0: no, nope,
1: no. At least promote my stuff, like, no, you can't. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> are you asking me to go from San Diego to Atlanta three days? When I make promoting stuff, it's like, yeah. And I say, no, I'm not gonna do a hang up, but then I had this thing inside of me, like, bro, do it. That's what you tell people to do, do it. So, it, and it made no sense to pick up the phone and say, I'm gonna do it. So, I flew to Atlanta, did my talk, and right after this guy came to me, his name is Carl White, he said. I own a coaching group with a hundred thousand loan officers. I would love to do a webinar next week. We can promote anything. And Lily did a webinar. I the I never sold an entire class in a webinar. I did it. Crazy. We had to, to shut down the shopping cart, and then from that went like this: boom! I have. The to this day, this was 2009, which 2023, so 14 years to this day. To this day, I coached the number one loan officer in New York because something I did 14 years ago. And this thing keeps going. And so that's, um, that happens when you, that's leadership communication. Mm-hmm. When you go from a doctor, now you go to, you become a leader in your community. It's not for everybody. you are going to take more work. But for those who really mean it, um, and the best change lives, then I'm here to help.
0: What I think is interesting is so many uh, docs, they do it in the beginning. They get comfortable with their numbers. Then they want to bring on an associate. And then it's like, I'm going to make the associate do the thing I don't want. Where it's like, exactly. you're the authority. You're the owner. Exactly. Like you're the person who's been dropping your kids yep. off at school for yep. 10 years. Like, yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, this has been incredible. Um, where can people get more of you, Roberto?
1: I want to give a couple of websites. CairoSpeaking.com, speaking.com that's for my chiropractors and then for the non-chiropractors you can go to influenceology.com influenceology.com and my email is roberto at influenceology.com roberto at influenceology.com
0: awesome and then you have a we're gonna have a link
1: right below yeah oh yeah i have a i have a really cool uh, i don't know if you guys notice i tell a lot of stories so I have a really cool course called "Stories That Sell." Is a two hundred dollars value, which I want to give you for free here. There's going to be a link below here. Click, uh, just put your name and email, and we send you the course. Uh-huh. Is how to use. This. I didn't spend too much time talking about storytelling today, but that's. Oh, we of got
0: my- off. So I planned on talking <laughs> about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that
1: was great. You did amazing. You did amazing. You did amazing.
0: Oh, thank you so much! All right, she slayers. We will have those links below, including um, just the two websites that he said. Go check them out. I um, the I wish we would have gotten to talk about storytelling, but there we go. It's a nice teaser. If we had talked about, yeah, about exactly, story, I love um, it I because love it. the couple times that I have heard you speak before, I took probably four pages of notes on just how to incorporate stories and how they can really help in those conversion. Standpoints. Do you talk about closing yeah. in that too? Because we didn't talk about closing. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh yeah. I was like, oh yeah. So many, you know, could could have made it two hours, <laughs> but that's all right. So thank you so much, Roberto. I appreciate your time phenomenally and everything that you're doing for chiropractors because Lord knows we need people like you helping us. So
1: Amen. Thank you.
0: All right, she slayers. Until next week. Bye.